advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose this meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Show's going downhill fast. We haven't even started yet. Yeah. We're having computer glitches. We can't open a bottle of whiskey. I'm going to sleep. Guess who's back? Back again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why. It's It's a twist cap. SK's back. Twist cap. I thought it was a quirk. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 I created a monster. <laughs> that was in my head, too. <laughs> so uh, we talked about it on the bonus episode for patrons, but we have all three of us survived COVID. Yes. And returned to the studio. And we're going to start by drinking a whiskey. Maybe we'll go on another round. Like, you guys will give it to me, and then I'll get sick again, and I'll come yeah, back yeah, and yeah. give it to you guys. We'll keep, we'll keep Just keep it going around and yeah. be like, fuck you. You need some of this? So, um... Fatty this liver. whiskey, the Apparently. facts of this whiskey. Imp- this shit made Dave mumble. <laughs> it, 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 he did a mumble rap. It, it impressed Brent <laughs> quite a bit, but it turned <laughs> me into a sassafras mumble rap. <laughs> so um, it's this is a this is a Woody Creek Distillers, uh, Colorado rye whiskey. Um, Joshua Lee Roberts sent it to us, hmm. and it says the. Uh, the rye this whiskey is made with is supposedly grown in the fields that Hunter S. Thompson's ashens were shot over. Ashens. It's also named mm. after the bar he frequented. Enjoy, Josh. Hmm. Ashens are like Shopkins. Ashens. If you burn Shopkins, you get mm. ashens. And I heard that, and I turned into a sassafras because I'm not a fan of Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking, yeah. fucking yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> You're like, what's wrong with Hunter S. Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> Like, God damn. Yeah. He, he turned into Joe Biden. I feel like <laughs> this whiskey's not going to get a chance from Dave. I, I really did. can't taste like, it. I, I was so... I can taste. It's just not the same. <laughs> I was so turned off. I couldn't even form a, a if, word. If if I could say you were frazzled. I was frazzled. You were frazzled. That's exactly what <laughs> I, I was like. I was fucking no sense. Yeah, I got fucking suffered succotash over this, but <laughs> either way, we're going to give it a shot. We'll see. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, oh. Mm. oh, yeah, my taste buds are not. Oh, that's pretty nice. It's man. smooth, man. Mm, Super smooth. got like a coconut flavor. I think a coconut. Tastes like Diamond mm. Tap. But I do Man. realize I have a little yeah, fucking cavity. Yeah, you got cavity. that COVID weirdness. <laughs> it's like Diamond all, Tap, too? All the good oh, shit. Yeah. It's like great Diamond Tap. None of the good really? shit bonded yeah. to your tongue, dude. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. It's all bad. That's why I haven't drank the whiskey Dave got me. Yeah. 
well, you might the you might be in the rain. The the I wonder how long it's gonna take for your shit to come back. I don't know. Well, you might be in a better or worse state. I'm not drinking that shit. The next thing we're gonna drink. I already told you. <laughs> Fuck great <laughs> show. You brought cups. So uh, I saw on what you bring various, cups for various talk shows um, about a month ago that they were releasing a limited edition Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot with the official Flamin' Hot Cheetah, like it's the official Flamin' Hot flavor for Mountain Dew. And uh, they did a release date, and I was like, okay, well then I'm gonna, I have to fucking try this. Like I have to try this, this, this abomination, and. Uh, I marked it on the calendar the day that it went on sale because it went on sale at like whatever 8 a.m. on such and such day. And at like 8.30, I got on and it was already just totally sold out over the entire internet. And the one can you're able to get is just beat the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that happened dropped. in post. Might not open. I might have to hit it with a knife. Yeah. Is that at least uh, cold? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cold. cold. I'm going to try it. We just got it out of the fridge. Oh, it looks terrible. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> It, it looks, looks like worse piss. in the glass, it dude. Like it looks it. worse in the glass. I almost want to see Ooh, it. That is a, a oh, that's red. Oh, oh man. Come on. Do I really have to do this? <laughs> it doesn't smell like much. It smells like Mountain Dew. I probably won't be able to taste it. <laughs> All right. All right, fuck Some it. Let's do it. Cheers Come on. <clears throat> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> It doesn't taste like flaming hot. No, anything. it's just fucking Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, look at Brad's chugging it now. There's a little. Uh, no, there's not hot at all. No, I'm disappointed. It's marketing just a fucking, It's just a weird Mountain Dew. It's like fruit punch Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. no, I'm not getting any there, of it. There is a baby bit like, of something in the back of my throat where it's like. Yeah, yep, I barely got that. Right it's now. I had to drink That's a whole. I had, I had it down half the can. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does have a little bit of little. You know bit what of disappoints burn. me is most major people, most gr- people. grocery style things Stores. that say hot are never fucking hot. You know what I mean? Especially I don't know. I, I disagree, man. Anymore, if you buy chips or some fucking shit that says it's hot, like there's a good chance it's hot enough that I'm not going. Okay, yeah, there's the hot. I got there's, something. There's a it's chance like, that it's just, just yeah, like, barely anything. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. That that's. Like, I was expecting. Since like, Hot Ones yeah. came out, it's like everything turns into the fucking pocky fucking one chip challenge bullshit and it's like everything is so fucking hot i don't even i'm not going to enjoy it they just aim for pure heat and not flavor unlike I, el yucateco hot sauce which is the king of flavor and their heat is fucking delicious it is it's fucking perfect <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. i've been doing a uh, caribbean lately actually because we ran out of triple x because i either gave it all away or ate it myself man bike stubs made them them wings them glazed wings mm-hmm. you see them things man they see that burrito Fuck. we made he had that burrito laid out, like that party burrito that had like fucking. Uh, nine, I thought it was tacos. Had, like ten tacos. tortillas. Yeah, was that tacos? tacos? Yeah. Those look like big tortillas. Those tacos. Yeah. I tagged oh. Oyuki Tech on that. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see. Yeah. It. I think I have a picture. Yeah, old stubby. Yeah, I'm disappointed in that. Yeah, that was Mountain garbage. I, it, I want. It, it needed to. It needed to. It needed to be way more flaming hot and way less Mountain yeah. Dew. Yeah. Like I wanted to take one drink and retch at the awfulness. Yeah. Of the concoction, it, just tastes it was like actually Mountain just Dew. kind of a tastes like fruit punch Mountain Dew. Yeah, like not a, quite like Mountain, Dew, Mountain Dew, but like a flavored yeah. Mountain Dew. And now I just have like a little yeah, bit of. They're right. tacos. Like, There's big tacos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It looks yeah. fucking. Good. Yeah, I've got like yeah. a little uh, capsaicin tickle in the back of my yeah, throat, but it. I never tasted any heat. No, <laughs> weird. But anyway, El Yucateco is delicious, and uh, we want to thank 
Um, this week's hot sack winner, who is uh, the raging machinist on Instagram, um, aka Jewel Rage Morlag. I know his real name's crazier than his Instagram name. Yeah, that really <laughs> Jewel is. Leg, Jewel, Jewel Leg Morcrag. Morlag. That's like a Jewel Leg Morcrag. That's from yeah. the. And he's like blacksmithing. There's like knives and shit that he's making on there. But that name is like a like he's an orc hunter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I am Jewel Rage Morlag. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. So, but thank you for posting multiple posts of uh, of. Uh, El Yucateco hot sauce on Instagram. Um, if you want to win a hot sack, it always comes with some sort of hot sauce plus some swag from El Yucateco plus stickers and some swag from Sophie King. Um, all you have to do is uh, share a picture of uh, you and something to do with El Yucateco um, on the Soch. Um, and uh, if you win the week, you will win the hot sack. And then I just got a message from Alan. Uh, he's the graphic designer that is working on the exclusive El Yucateco sticker. Oh, uh, yeah. And so it's almost done. Probably nice. this week we'll have that done. Then we'll get it ordered. But we're going to do an exclusive El Yucateco oh. collaboration sticker. Alan, Alan failed heel. Failed heel? Yeah. No, that's his last name. Yeah. Oh. Mm-mm. Why is that? I don't know. That's what he was given when he was born. Yeah. It's, it's Scottish, I think. Yeah. yeah. Failed heel. Yeah. Yep. Um, but um, you're only going to be able to get that sticker if you uh, buy something on Elliot Teco's website and use our code or mention us in the notes. So that should be coming soon, and when it is, we will post it and release it and whatnot. Give you a holla. Um, <clears throat> so also given hollas, uh, we like mm-hmm. to shout out our um, patrons. Um, <clears throat> if you go to uh, patreon.com black slash podcast, you can find our Patreon page. Uh, the support is very welcome. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, it helps us to mail out our hot sacks and do all kinds of crazy shit that we do. Um, a lot of the giveaways. And, you, of course, you'll get T-shirts and swag and all kinds of stuff, including the bonus episodes, 160 of them or something like that right now. Yeah, um, somebody just, was appreciating the Y2K one. I forgot yeah, yeah, about yeah, that Yeah, I one. did, too. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, just for a buck a month, so it's worth going in there and uh, poking around. Um, but we like to shout out our uh, we're trying to get through our, our full list of patrons and it's going to take a minute, which is a great uh, problem to have. But uh, we want to start with Santiago Saucida. Wait mm. a minute. That sounds like a spice. Santiago Saucido. Yeah, it's like it depends on what type of Saucida you like. I mean, a lot of people I don't buy like the, any Saucida. A lot of people buy the American Saucida, but it isn't really what Saucida tastes like. If you get the Santiago Saucida, it's the original you know, it's like a Japanese Saucita. I wouldn't yeah. really recommend it, but a Santiago Saucita, it's got the right flavor profile. Santiago. Smoky. Uh, tastes like a, it tastes like a, like a, like a homeless dirt bag. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like their balls. That's the, that's, like yeah. Kind of sweaty balls yeah. of a homeless dirt bag. It's that flavor uh, profile. Um, so that's what a real, uh, it, the Santiago. translation is sauce from your seat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> Get that right out. That's uh, thank you, uh, Santiago Saucedo. Sauce from your seat. And there's the clip at 11 minutes and 17 seconds. Um, sauce from your seat. That's just great. A lot of images. Saucedo. Yeah. Yeah. Saucedo. Yeah. I mean, best case scenario. Best case scenario. Sauce from your seat. Is like the runs. It's ball sweat. Yeah. That's like best yeah. case scenario. I thought ball sweat. Or it's not really from yeah. the seat though. Yeah, ass sweat. Yeah. yeah. yeah it could be pussy sweat or pussy drip. Yeah. Oh, true. We're yeah. being very uh, gender. Or yeah. something in something inflamed yeah. that has been lanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
lanced. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Got Doctor Pimple Popper going or on. Or burst on its own when sauce. you sat Man, down. I saw one of those. Oh my god. Dr. I crossed one of those on TikTok. Holy oh, fuck! No. You ever watch that show? Christ. Nah, man. That's not for uh, you. No, yeah, I kind of like watching show? that show. Oh yeah, that doctor's awesome. They do all kinds uh, of crazy stuff. You've never watched it? Uh, no. Did somebody had like a a thing on their cheek and they slid it open and like just oh my god, like it's shit. Somebody shit out of their face. Like Dude, it fucking some stuff comes terrible. out. Like, it'll be like a hard boiled egg comes out of that shit. Uh, like one solid thing, and sometimes it's like it's I can't quite get it out. Like, chunking it out. But there was like a dude uh, that had like you ever see those dudes that have like the bright red like alcoholic looking nose thing uh-huh. <laughs> and it has like super uh-huh. giant pores and it looks like they might be like a fucking dwarf from the Hobbit cartoon. Yeah. That's like uh-huh. this weird buildup of like oil. And so like uh-huh. you thought no way is she fixing that. And she took this like hot fucking like laser ring. It's like a metal ring that's like glowing and yeah. fucking cut through it. And it was just like a million zits were popping like little blackheads were popping out of it and oil was coming out of it and she was like carving until she finds this guy's nose under there and you're like when you see those people now i know i'm like that's someone's nose is under there it's just like this cartilage weird oil skin buildup and she cut it and carved it and cut it and carved it until that motherfucker came back like three months later with a regular nose it was fucking crazy some of it, it's like people show up and they have like a softball in their fucking shoulder blade and he's like, yeah, I've been dealing with it. All my friends like give me shit because like what's under my shirt? And then they cut it open and it's fucking like, I don't know, dude, like this fucking jelly sack comes out or it's full of pus. Some of them. What the new- fuck is this fuck. show on? Uh, I don't know. Just go- if you look on YouTube. No, I won't Pimble look Pimble on Pimble. YouTube. Like, no, I won't look. I have no, I'm not <laughs> looking see. in that direction. It doesn't bother me. Let me see. Those, I don't want to see it. It's just like the derm, derm oh, doctor yeah. reacts. You know? um, remember CJ had that thing on the side of his fucking face and I popped it. Oh. I got a syringe and a bunch of shit. Uh, we laid his head down on the counter up there and fucking yeah, got alcohol there, on it. Uh, there's some that are terrible. Like, so I, don't mu- I don't know what I did with that video. I had a video of it. <laughs> yeah, you showed me so the video. So much shit came out of that. Yeah, it was like life-altering video, and I don't want to fucking watch <laughs> a TV show like based on it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't see it. Some Ugh. of it's like, it's, I don't know, it's not gross on some of it. Some of it I can't look uh, at it. Pretty bad. I'm glad there's not smell-o-vision because they, they said that like, oh, you think seeing this is bad. You should be in the room. Ugh. Like it smells terrible, I guess. Yeah, I watched them pull ingrown hair out. Yeah, it's like it was super like, long. It was like fuck, and they like ingrown hair. They pulled it out, and it was like fucking like three feet long because it just coils and coils and, and coils. It had, and coils. Yeah, and, and the shit that came out of it was like it looked like fucking ground up like sausage meat coming out oh, of Jesus the fucking lance. I can't believe you never watched that. I can't believe you watched that. Yeah. I saw that measure. one. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I like, know some people have like a thing. It must have, I mean, it runs. No, Steve's family. wife, my, my, uh, my sister-in-law, she loves popping pimples. No, I, that's what I, I was going to say. I, my mom, I, yeah, when I was a teenager, women who love like, popping yeah, I've pimples. had a, I have a few on my back. I'm saving for her. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to fucking pop my zits and yeah. fucking be about that's it. So weird. She'd be like, get over here. Weird. When I was like 15, she'd be like, get over yeah. here. I'd like take my shirt off and have yeah. fucking zits across my back. Now she just pussy pops. Yeah. Crazy. I knew if I brought my mom up, something was popping. Yeah. Bow. Well, so bow, bow. <laughs> bow. So uh, next we have Cody Terman, <laughs> yeah. not Truman. Terman. Mm, Terman. Terman. Backwards. Yeah. Terminated. Terman. <laughs> <Fucking> fail. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It was good. Yeah. I don't know. Term doll. Termatologist. Yeah. We're just talking term, about this, man. Yeah. Terms. Yeah. No, I think I'm with it now. I think it was just your delivery when I really think about it. It's like, perfect. Because now, like, he needs to put on, he needs to put on, like, white sunglasses. And, like, when he's in class and they call his name, he just hops mm-hmm. up and says, Terminator. He's you that know? guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, yeah. 
I don't like anybody with the name Cody. He needs to lean into it, though. I have a friend named Cody. He needs to lean into like Terminator. Him. Yeah. He had to do yeah. some kind of cowboy contest growing up for sure. Your name Cody? Yeah, you had to at he, some he point. Did, he did like fucking roping and yeah. hog tying and barrel runs. He or jumps some up. Shit. He's like, I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. He definitely yes. raised a lamb and got like the blue ribbon. Yeah. Cody? Yeah. 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 I have, I have a friend named Cody. He did square dancing. <clears throat> I worked with him. His name and Who's my Hawk phone. was that? That you were or Dave? I don't know. Was it? Hmm? That I, I was looking at both you guys, and I just heard like, <laughs> "You guys, someone ventriloquized." <laughs> you guys Who are did it? Hawk. Yeah, Cody's name is Fuckface in my phone. Oh, that's yeah. his. Mm. That's his name. So Terminator is better at the terminated. Yeah. So thank you. you can't Cody. keep a job. Then we have Ryan Zahn, Z A H N. It's like a waste of an H. I think he, uh, yeah. he defected from Mongolia. Defected. Mm-hmm. Are you sure, or did he leave? Mm, he defected. Think so. Yeah. Think they, he left. they wouldn't. Even, he was so fucked up. They wouldn't take him. He was like defective. Hmm. So they kicked him out, and he had to come to the United States. I don't think it is a waste of an H. Because <laughs> there's no H, I probably would have said Zan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the H turns it into Zan. That makes yeah. him a completely different person. Yeah. The H gives him a little Hassenfeffer well, in yeah. the middle. Of him. <laughs> Breathy. Yeah. yeah. A little Hassenfeffer. Yeah. The H is for Hassen. Incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what do they say in Laverne and Shirley? Schlemiel, Schlemagel, Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. Oh, so it is from that. Yeah. You hearkened it. I didn't know if it was yeah, from that or if it, it sounded familiar, yeah. but that is what it's Hassenfeffer, from. Hassenpfeffer, yeah. And then finally, we have Darren, two R's, one N, Presley. Darren Presley? So except for, except for Santiago Saucedo, these are like three yeah. like dude bros. Cody, Ryan, and Darren all walked into a bar. Yeah. 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 And they got you that joke? I yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 They, they, they chip in on the UFC fight on the weekends yeah. for sure. But we love them and we yeah. appreciate them. We don't have anything for Presley. Darren Presley? Mm-hmm. I think the no. COVID killed my funny part. I don't know. Like, is funny it? Part you never, I don't know if you're ever funny. <laughs> oh, I was funny as fuck, bro. Are you? I, I think so. I think I remember being to funny. To you. Oh. I think the, I just you, want that part back. I want to shallow how myself. I just as long as I think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want I'm to just tired. That. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The, work, the fatigue is real, man. Me. The fatigue is real. I'm fucking out in the sun. I'm just fucking beat. But we do want to thank you. Beat um, like Darren Presley's face. There we go. Yeah. There it is. You want some of this, Darren? Fucking step up. Nice. Your fucking face beat in. That's right. Yeah, I'm just going to start assaulting everybody. <laughs> Challenge accepted. What? What'd you say, Cody? Yeah. Fuck you, Cody. Yeah. Piece of shit. I'm looking him up. I'm disappointed yeah. with the Mountain Dew. Now I, I got see, weird Mountain Dew. Birds. I think the Mountain Dew messed us up. Yeah, fuck might this have. Mountain Dew. Yeah, fucking Mountain Dudes like fucking Mountain Darren Dome. Presley. Darren Presley's been Mountain Dudes all week. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Ryan and Cody. There it is. That's what we needed. <laughs> and they're, I'm they're, back. They're the first. They're the first. They're the first fucking threesome. Fucking you know Mountain Boys. Uh, y'all not gonna let you quit on me, Ryan. <laughs> I love you, Cody. There's fucking threesome in the. They have one sleeping bag when they go camping. Big sleeping bag. Yeah, they're little guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, me last, keep, you want me to keep insulting our patrons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us money for last but not least. It's like white chocolate Twix when they get in the yeah, sleeping bag together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last but not can't least, have we just one. That was, that was an indirect racial joke to my own. <laughs> Shout out uh, podbelly.com. Uh, go go check out some good podcasts over there. Uh, yeah. Find out some podcasting stuff. We are a proud member of the Podbelly Podcast Network, so go check it out at podbelly.com. Now, today's episode 
is um, about the one and only uh, painter extraordinaire, Bob Ross. Mm. Now, uh, one thing that I found interesting when I start, because our next episode uh, that we're doing is about Larry Flint, the pornographer. They were born and, a month uh, apart. No, they were born three days ago. Larry Flint was, was an aer- airplane yeah. pilot. No. Uh, that's no. weird. Locked him, he like locked him. He went crazy. Locked himself in a room. No. No? You're thinking of uh, Howard Hughes. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Larry Flint. <laughs> Brad's uh, ready for this episode. <laughs> it's good to go. Well, we got we got time. Yeah. This is the Bob Ross episode. True. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Study yeah, up. Got study got happy little happy little memories. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See? So, uh, yeah, he was born... Uh, he was born three days before yeah. Larry Flint. I did notice like, that. Yeah. What a what a, like they both walked somewhat different paths. Well, that's kind of you know, it's kind of cool. Is we're gonna this is gonna be released on Tuesday, and the other one's gonna be released on Friday. Oh, three days apart. Three days yeah. apart. Nice. Just like they were, were born. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Astute observation. Yeah. Way. Very very good. That was, yeah. That was nice. Yeah. So. Um, the the one thing that I will say going into this is that um, a lot of the information in my notes uh, came from research, but probably probably fifty fifty between articles I read and the documentary that just dropped on Netflix. Like as of recording this, it dropped like maybe two three weeks ago. Yeah, um, I watched and that, and then I watched that one. I said the Happy one. Painter. Yeah, yeah. So the the one that's on Netflix right now is called Bob Ross. Something happy, something and deceit. Happy yeah. something mm. and deceit. I don't have it in my notes. I'll, I'll find it. Um, but it um, sort of explores the dark side of his of his life, which isn't him. Like, yeah, even, thank God, not him though. Like, yeah, when I saw the title, I was like, "Great, here's like the one more fucking the, hero I he, have." Let's he's like, watch he's him like the, the you know, like you can like the Mister Rogers. You For know, sure. like you're trying to like find something yeah, yeah. dark and deep on Mister Rogers, and it's just like, no, he was just a genuine like right. normal dude. You right. know, it's and, called uh, uh, Bob Ross: Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the betrayal and greed were other people that yes. exploited Bob yeah, Ross. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was just a genuinely nice, right. You know, yeah. trusting Chariz- charismatic, guy, charismatic. Yeah. Like, and even he's some like of a, the interviews, he's like a Disney he's... character in real life, like squirrels just run up to him and exactly, shit. Yeah. dude, grab his paintbrush and for him. Like even like people who, who got interviewed, who knew him were like, like, you don't understand. Like he, like it wasn't an accident that he landed on TV and became a fucking media sensation. Like he was, he walked into a room and he was the only person in the room. Like that's Bob Ross. Yeah. Like Which his is charisma, crazy his too. skill, his he was just they were like he's when, one of a when kind. you when you say that like you know and thinking about Bob Ross like Bob Ross was just by himself with a painting mm-hmm. and it wasn't anything like exceptional like you you know he would just you know oh I'm gonna mix some colors well he made here. it look so easy like well wow. that that yeah. and he it, he wasn't like he wasn't like it it wasn't because his over the top personality no, though the exact like his, his he was very mellow mm-hmm. and chill so. You wouldn't think that somebody would say like when he walks into a room, he's he's the focus. Right. He seems like more, you know, before this, you know, he seems like if you think about Bob Ross, like in a room of people, he would just kind of be to himself or, you know, to, you know, you I would think about him differently. And everybody said, though, they said he loved crowds. Yeah. He loved talking to crowds and working crowds. And you would see in the documentary, like there's just photo after photo, like there's video footage of him 
like after he got successful and he went to sent like shortly after he got successful and he goes to Central Park for like some art day and there's just thousands of people show with up. canvases yeah. that they of you know paintings that they painted while watching his show yeah. and like Central Park was just swarmed with Bob Ross people at and- a time when like like media and like the spread of that social of, of him to be able to pull that off during that time. It's not like he was on Instagram and Facebook. No, you yeah. saw that on PBS yeah. on Thursday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of weird. Nobody it, was watching PBS no. until Bob Ross got on there. Exactly. Dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember like when I was in high school, is that where reading rainbow was though? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. when I was in high school, Old Lamar, they, um, Jordy LaForge, he like, I remember like at three o'clock, like, Fucking whatever, like He-Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers and all mm-hmm. that shit would start at Fuck like three yeah. o'clock. But from two to three in Battle Creek on the PBS station, it was Jeff Ross at two o'clock. And then it was a show called The Frugal Gourmet um, that came on at two thirty. Mm-hmm. And it's like the days that I skipped school, which were plentiful, like at two o'clock, I was like more excited to watch Bob Ross and The Frugal Gourmet. Yeah. I said Jeff Ross than a second I, or, ago. Did I say Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Said oh, Jeff, Jeff Smith is the frugal gourmet. There you go. So, uh, but I would watch them back to back and I just fucking loved it. And my mom was a painter. She painted oil painting. Right. She painted on a wet canvas just mm-hmm. like he did. She only painted landscapes. <laughs> so it's like I, I watched her paint growing up, but it's like she would work on a painting, you know, for weeks, you know, to get it right. And then this motherfucker is live time, no editing, 30 knocking minutes. shit out in yeah. like 26 minutes. Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. The, the best part is where he gets brave at the end. That thing's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, like, the just, brave yeah. moment. But just, I mean, you're just, and, and if you have, like, if you haven't ever seen The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross, I highly recommend you hit pause on this motherfucker right now, go to YouTube and watch an entire episode. Don't just get the gist of it in five minutes and stop. You need to watch that whole motherfucker. Well, so I don't you see think the painting it, it's kind of it's kind of funny because, um, well, I guess some people wouldn't. But like if you go to watch Bob Ross, I actually put it on for my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just to like put it on, see how he reacts right. to it, you know. And uh, he, it does kind of draw you in. Like it you, does. you just like you think you're only going to watch it for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden you're watching it and watching this painting progress. Yeah, you're watching uh, this world you know, come and then to pretty life. Pretty soon, fucking. You know, all the happy little trees are there and his, you know, he's just sucked you into this landscape that he's painting. Yeah. Um, and it's just and they're, so weird though. Like, cause it just, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Like mm-hmm. when he mixes a couple colors yeah, and then he's like swoop and makes a line and then grabs like a fucking putty Fan knife brush and, and shit, like, yeah. like pushing on shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's a fucking tree yeah. and it's yeah. not, it's, it's like got it's snow with, on it. Yeah. With bark and fucking yeah. perspective and it looks real. And yeah. it was you watched it happen, and you're like, there was oh, a, fuck. but it's it's not just a painting though, because his narration is so sincere, yeah. and so kind, and he's he just it. like, he's like, well, here's a tree. Look at the this tree needs some other ones. I'm gonna put two right here. Look at these little rascals. Yeah, <laughs> like, there was a there was a what? meme there was a meme going around that said, what if every Bob Ross painting was a place he hit a body? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, that would be fucking amazing. I'm glad like, that would be the, the best serial. Ki- no, if he yeah, was yeah, a yeah. serial killer, that yeah. would be the fucking yeah, best thing be that could ever happen. Yeah. That's a funny I mean, thought though that someone thought that. Yeah. But yeah, no, just the the fucking shit that comes out of his mouth is just. At least once an episode, you're just fucking gobsmacked by some crazy yeah. shit that he says. You know, you can pick a color, any color. It yeah, doesn't really matter. Yeah, you it know, doesn't matter. Yeah, Look at this, just... this little rascal. <laughs> you know? And then like the and I randomly probably two years ago, I randomly watched one. Um, 
because for a minute they were on Netflix, like the actual, like, like the best of or yeah, something. Right. Yeah. And I put one on and I played it and he's talking and he's painting. And then all of a sudden he's all, you know, but uh, while I'm still painting, I want to cut to some video and I want to show you uh, this, this little rascal right here. His name is Peapod the pocket squirrel. Yeah. And like some lady. Yeah. Rescued a squirrel, went to learn how to paint from him, didn't know what to do with the squirrel, gave it to Bob Ross because she yeah. figured he could help it. And he took the baby squirrel back home and raised it and showed it every week on the video. And I guess the producers weren't really about the animal mm. thing. They didn't want that to happen, but they were just like, Fuck like it. it's Bob. Yeah, like, we're going to exactly. do this shit. Like, yeah, and then everybody loved Peapod the pocket squirrel. And <laughs> it's just yeah. like <laughs> Peapod. Yeah, a couple of his famous quotes, down. like the stuff he says, uh, which, and I've heard this before. Uh, we don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. And he said that regularly. Yeah, that was yeah. his. That was one of his things. Um, uh, there's nothing wrong with having a tree as a friend, mm-hmm. which that's because that's, that's getting kind of creepy. Like this, yeah. you know does Does Bob have friends? You yeah. know, does Bob? You know, no, and then like, he also said a lot too. Let's get crazy. And you're like, yeah, fuck he he's paid, let's, let's get, get crazy. crazy. Let's get a little crazy. Well, nothing crazy. Yeah. Is nothing crazy is happening. It's a like, man yeah. whispering while he paints. think about Bob Ross having sex. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna get a little crazy with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in your vagina. Just a happy little. Oh, happy little accident. Little <laughs> we don't make mistakes. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Yeah, we don't make mistakes. Just happy little accidents. You know. And like the thing, and he said that regularly. Like we don't make mistakes. We make happy little accidents. And it's like when you're watching him paint, you would you would see. That like he made a particular like brush move or did like put some paint yeah. on the canvas and it wasn't what he intended it to be. And then he would make that statement and then he would turn it into something completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like and I mean that's the great thing about painting though, is, is like I've I've been painting something and like I fucked it up. Like you know what I mean? Fucked it up. Right. And and just through watching other painters and stuff, they're like, that's happened. Like they they've they messed something up and they're just like that's okay. We just paint out, let it dry right. and you paint over it and you start over again. Exactly. You know, like, so it is a setback, but, uh, watching that, like you actually, you actually, what's funny is you actually learn something. Those of you who don't paint, um, and, and you don't have to even be good at painting. Like you right. can start, uh, and not be very good at it and, and you get better as you go, mm-hmm. but learn, you do learn like weird little shit from painting. You do like, like, just like I just said, like, you know, you make a mistake and you're like, fuck, I just spent all this time on it. And I fucked up. Well, it's okay. You, you paint over it and you just kind of redo and you can fix your mistake. And then by the end of that painting and it's done, nobody ever knows no you made knows. that mistake. Right. And, and so you learn little, little tricks and things and, and it, and it transfers into life, which is kind of weird. It's like a weird thing. It's like philosophy, you know, philosophy kind of, you know, philo- how do you say it? Philosophical? Philosophical. <laughs> Philosophical. There I like go. your way better. Yeah. Philosophical. Yeah. So philosophical. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it's it's something that like you know when you just indulge yourself and just like you just get fully invested in this painting, mm-hmm. um, and it can be small or big or, or you know whatever. Uh, and like I said, even if you're not very good, you start figuring those things out, and and there's lessons that apply to life, which is in with anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we do jujitsu, you do you know some sort of exercising of some sort. You know, there's always something uh, that you can take away, and and Bob Ross did that through painting. You know what I mean? He exactly. shoot, he, he showed um, kind of life lessons mm-hmm. on PBS to millions of people who watched him 
through just sitting there painting these pictures, you right. know, which is kind of interesting to think about it like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting to like somebody might say, Oh, he's just a guy painting some pictures. And no, he's actually like teaching yeah. little, little things about little life, life and how to be a little life lessons and, yeah. and things like through these paintings. Just and even like there. the, the, which I'm not surprised, but the uh, PBS conducted a poll when he was, uh, I think it was right around when he died. And they were curious how many people watched the show were painters and were painting along with him and they Not found, many, they found that only 10 yeah. percent of yeah. the people watching the show cared about painting the yeah. other 90 percent were just watching it yeah and i bob think ross. too like I, I don't think i would paint along with bob ross <clears throat> like if i was doing and he did he did oil painting so like i always did acrylic painting or whatever you know mm-hmm. um and oil painting is a little bit different yeah just the, but yeah. but um you know like i would never i would i don't think i'd ever paint along with him like you just you just kind of like I said earlier, you get kind of immersed in like what's happening and right. it's not even really exciting. It's one of those things like you just get drawn in, which was the magic of Bob Ross, yeah, which most is why people, so many people, people love paint him. with him. They just watched yeah, it. They, yeah. just, they just it, it happened to be on and he just kind of drew you in right. with his weird soft tone. I wish I would have thought know? about watching him when I had anxiety. <clears throat> Because I was having trouble putting oh, anything yeah. on. I no, was like, that would have been perfect. On. That would have been perfect. I even like, like randomly, it was the first time that fucking YouTube actually merged more than one thing I care about. There's a, a miniature painter from Sweden who I subscribe to. And um, I've watched a couple of her videos. And then like in the feed after I just got done researching Bob uh, Ross, a video popped up where she bought a van and she wanted to see if she could paint a Bob Ross painting on, as the side of her van. Right. And she like watched uh, is it. Is that the North? Like, she painted nerd, it live. Nerd Torch time. Girl? No, I, I saw that. I saw something. Did you? Yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't it, watch it, but I saw. And actually, and she <laughs> never painted like that before. Um, she used all the techniques, the same exact colors, everything. And like it turned out really fucking good. I was like, God damn, that van looks fucking awesome. Dude, like when he went on Donahue and Donahue had to fucking paint like his painting and he revealed it. I was like, holy fucking yeah. shit. He and he was on Regis him. and Kathy Lee and yeah. Regis was even like shocked him. He was like, I can't believe this looks like this. Yeah. Like he was yeah, like, was it this one? That, that's yep. Nerd Forge. Yep. She does some fucking crazy ass shit. She does, dude. She does shit, a lot yeah. of um, a lot of cosplay stuff. Like makes she does crazy and stuff. cosplay yeah. stuff, dioramas. They do stuff, fucking like, crazy. Yeah, they create all kinds of crazy shit. Like. Um, yeah, it's pretty. So yeah, so the 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 story of Bob Ross begins in uh, 1942. He's born in Florida. Um, he tended to spend the bulk of his life in between Florida and Alaska, um, but he was born in Daytona Beach. <clears throat> his parents were a carpenter and a waitress. Um, he was raised in Orlando, and uh, apparently he loved animals even as a kid. He was like the anti-serial killer. I was going to say, that's he a good had, sign. He, he had loving parents. Yeah. He loved animals. It, it would have, <laughs> if he would have like, if he would have started like dissecting animals as a kid, Yeah, he would have been the serial killer who painted exactly. his fucking, exactly. that would be so fucking but crazy. In this, in yeah. this quantum reality, he's the, there is another it'd one. It'd be funny if like we're in the one exception. Like yeah. Doctor Strange went to 4.6 million realities and we're the only one where Bob Ross isn't a yes. serial killer. <laughs> like in your yeah. reality, he's a mellow painter on yeah. PBS. Yeah, wait a minute. I he didn't kill anybody? I think he's always mellow though. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, even, yeah, he's, that's I'm how he gonna, draws in his victims. I'm just going to stick this knife yeah. right between your ribs. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Come here, oh, you those. rascal. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, yeah, the ribs are right next to each other. We're going to separate those gonna just gonna separate a little those. bit. We're going to get just, a little crazy here. Just, just puncture the dickens out of those internal organs. 
I'm going to have to roll my sleeves up on this one. We're going to get dirty. Put my gloves on. Oh, man, that's a cartoon waiting yeah, to happen. Yeah. People out of the pocket squirrels, like this horrible taxidermy it's his thing side he did kick. as a child. Yeah, it's a yeah. sidekick. Like, <laughs> he carries him on him. Dead stuffed squirrel yeah. he made when he was seven. Oh, this is so pets good. It and talks to <laughs> this is so fucking good. Oh, my. I got goosebumps, guys. This is fucking so, delicious. Um, he dropped out of high school in ninth grade. Um, how old are you in ninth grade? 13. Nah, 14. 14. 15. Okay. 14. Yeah. So just to lay it on the line. That's exactly when Larry Flint dropped out of high school. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> you fucked up. Like, like, yeah, the two media moguls walked radically different. Path. You want to finish strong, don't <laughs> yeah, finish high yeah, school, exactly. man. That's the rule here. Yeah, exactly. Google. I um, mean, yeah. And then uh, he worked as a carpenter with his dad. Uh, he, and again, I mean, we're talking the 1950s, so that was, I mean, that was, I mean, shit, the guy, the contractor who I get whenever I need work on my house, he dropped out of high school and did roofing with his dad, you know, yeah. but, um, he, uh, lost one of his fingers <clears throat> on his left hand, but you could never tell because his dad did or Bob Ross, because of, the, Bob Ross, Bob Ross? Because of yeah. the way he holds his palate, you can't see that he's missing a finger. Uh, motherfucker. Yeah. It's just like the tip, the though. dark side like, of Bob Ross. I yeah, like I rock. don't know. Like one article said it was like his fingertip and one article just said his finger. Find it. So, um, probably his fingertip, probably, probably part of yeah. his finger. Yeah. So he dropped out of high school. That wasn't a happy little accident. No, it wasn't. It was an <laughs> unhappy little accident. Um, he joined the Air Force when he was 18. Um, he became a medical records technician. It was a bit, um, a little bit missing. No, there. Yeah, no, it was a little bit. There's a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's not yeah, just yeah, the yeah. That's like finger. half a finger. Yeah. That's that first knuckle, uh, yeah, second knuckle, actually. Second, second yeah. knuckle. Yeah. Um, he got second base on that one. Yeah, he did. He became a master sergeant, um, and uh, he was stationed um, at Eilson, Eilson, um, Eilson Air Force Base in Alaska. And uh, apparently, he fell so in love with nature, Alaska and yeah. the nature of Alaska because, like, when you look at his paintings, they're all kind of snowy, and snowy, foresty. mountainous. Like, they're not the you know they're not the fucking it's Florida not beach, Everglades. It's not beach mountains. No, either. but they could have been. I mean, that's yeah. still a landscape. He could have done like beaches and and you know palm trees, but he always did like pine trees in Alaska. So I think that really set um, his his style. Um, <clears throat> but uh, he said at one point, um, the guy who makes you scrub the latrine, the guy who makes you make your bed, the guy who screams at you for being late to work is what he had to be as a I can't as a imagine sergeant. him yelling yeah. about fucking Mary Jane Rotten Crotch. Exactly. Pretty pink panties. And he said that he vowed mm -hmm. as soon as he was out of the Air Force that he was never going to raise his voice in anger again. And I think that also fed into his persona. Right. You know, I feel like he would chew he someone's ass and whisper in their ear. He'd be like, everybody drop every 20. Don't worry about it. Yeah, a jelly donut. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. the best scene. Jelly, jelly donuts are yeah. delicious. How <laughs> did you get a jelly donut <laughs> on your face? So good. Um, so uh, he ends up um, taking a painting class um, with the USO while he's in Anchorage, and uh, he ends up taking a class from a guy named John Pham. Um, who was an artist and an art teacher, and they became basically lifelong friends after that. And it was in he, an interview, and was it the <clears> one you watched as well? Or yeah, just, okay, it was the one I watched. Where he was like super cool and was like, let's not get this wrong. 
I didn't teach him how to paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. I, I liked how like uh, modest he was about that because he could have been like, "Yeah, I taught Bob Ross how to paint." No, I gave him his first lesson. He was like, "That motherfucker could just paint." He came in and he could paint. Yeah. He said, "He said that the first class he took, students were stopping their own paintings and gathering around Bob Ross to watch what he was doing. He yeah. practiced in because, the basement and for like he was three talking months. to yeah. him. And <laughs> it like was a, the he's same like thing. A, he's like a wizard with a paintbrush. Exactly. But they, like, they were live time watching, and, and he even said him. like, and that was the first person in there that says he loved an audience. Right. Like as soon as students, he would just be talking while he was painting, and everybody was just captivated and listening to him, and they'd stop what they were doing because he's about to ruin the <laughs> rhythm and the rhymes that you're used to. Um, but they would just like gather around Bob Ross and watch him paint, you know, um, when he was just starting out. Yeah. Um, he so, gets silly. Yeah. Um, so, and then like throughout the day, like at his job at the air force, every time he had a break, he would paint, he would paint in his basement at home. He just became obsessed with painting and painted all the time. Um, I guess, uh, he, he met his first wife, Vicky, who also um, was in the Air Force, I believe. She was like the secretary for one of his COs or something, which I'm guessing means she had to be in the Air Force. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, they had a son named Steve, who's really the focus of the documentary. The documentary is sort of him telling the story. Yeah, no uh, spoilers, but... It's fucking that, rough. That guy, yeah. yeah. Um, they ended up getting divorced, and then apparently Ross started to watch PBS, which at the time, like when Bob Ross hit PBS, like in the afternoon, like this is like, there were a lot of art shows and painting shows on PBS. And I even yeah. remember the other guy that would come on the German. Yeah. The German, um, Bill Alexander, who was just this harsh, loud man with a thick German accent and he would paint and it couldn't be more different than Bob Ross. But he did the same style of painting, which they called um, a la prima. prima, which means that every like the whole painting is wet. You don't yeah. wait for layers. It's to like dry. hot scissoring. Yeah, basically. exactly. Wet yeah. on wet. So the yeah. whole the whole uh, canvas is is painted with oil paint, so it's wet, and then everything that you lay on it is going to interact with the paint completely differently. Like when my a lot of times when my mom was painting, she would try that sometimes. But she would sort of reach a point where she was like, now I need to let it dry for a couple of days so the yeah. oil sets. Isn't that crazy? Because the next set of stuff I'm going to do, I only do dry. Yeah, it could take you months to do yeah, it because you got to dry sure. between you those. Gotta, and it takes forever for fucking oil paint to dry. So, But he, you would do it wet, so all the results are completely different. So if you, know, if you, have, a, if you have black mountain and you want to put snow on it, the snow is going to start getting black in it as soon as you touch the brush. It's a whole – that's so crazy. <clears throat> it could take a month. Like to wait days between layers, I would forget what the inspiration and yeah. thought was. You'd be like, fuck, yeah. I don't even know what I was doing here. Like, right. You know what I mean? Sometimes like real time, you're reacting to what's happening and, and adjusting to that. You're flowing. I, and adapting, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine waiting and be like three days later like, all right, let's get back to this. Well, my, my mom would always paint landscapes when we, when we lived at the conference center – and she would just like take her easel and her paints outside. And she's like, I'm going to paint this willow tree at the side of the lake. And then she'd paint a little bit, go let it dry. And guess what? Fucking two weeks later, the willow tree is still on the side of the lake. And she just fucking take her easel back down there, set it back up, start painting again. You she's know, on so. day 27 and a logger mm. just comes by. Yeah, he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Timber. <laughs> Why has it got a red ribbon around it now? It's a happy little accident. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so he started watching this guy's TV show. Um, and adapted to that technique and found that he liked it even more. And apparently he started like, apparently you could buy fucking dirt cheap used 
gold mine pans, gold mine pans, just like old fucking rusty beat up gold mine pans. And he would buy them dirt cheap in bulk. And then he would clean them up. And then in the center of it, that was flat. He would paint landscapes yeah. of Alaska in them and then sell them. <laughs> um, novelty side of the road. Yeah. 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 Stand with turquoise jewelry. If you had one of those that was like certified Bob Ross, right? <laughs> yeah, a nipple oh, they exist, uh, dude. Yeah. Somebody's oh, got yeah. one Somebody's sitting got in some fucking hoarder yeah. house somewhere. Yep. They yep. don't even know what it is. Exactly, and their, dude. Their grandma died, and the kids are like, "What's this ugly ass shit?" Yeah, they yeah. Threw it away. I yeah, bet. it's at someone's cabin that they go to twice a year. <sighs> you know, um, <clears throat> so he starts uh, selling paintings. And it eventually becomes the fact that he's making more money selling paintings, even not famous. Um, he's making more money through art than he is through the Air Force. So he quits the Air Force. Um, and uh, in 1981. Oh, we need this for the studio. It's the Bob Ross and the Squirrel. Oh, shit. That's standee. fucking Peapod. It's a standee. We do need that. It's on dude. Amazon? It's 45 bucks that's on eBay. That's fantastic. Yeah, oh, it's, the, fuck, it's the cardboard stand-up. You know the passwords of the PayPal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need that motherfucker. He needs to go stand next to you old Scare the fuck out of me for the next 30 days. <laughs> Freddy. Fuck you, Freddy. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> I finally got used to Freddy. Yeah, we'll put Bob over there. I don't think anyone Freddy. knows about yeah. Freddy. We should probably post yeah, a picture Freddy's of that. Rough, yeah, Freddy, man. Yeah, when he was first down here. First? When he was first down here. Well, we put him down here doing that magic uh the old oh, school right, magic right, tournament yeah. and that motherfucker was creepy then like and, and we're it's not, still we're not fucking... talking about kruger we're talking no no about, no, no, no. Yeah. we're talking about freddy's burgers yeah. like fucking the dude that owns freddy's like yeah. oh my no, god he still gets to me yeah um that shit's this shit's cool though he's got the squirrel <clears throat> yeah yeah i'll just send you the, the squirrel link. is a multiplier yeah. dude like yeah. i was down for it anyway but fucking he got with the squirrel on him. Like, yeah that's a that's a different yeah, yeah. story um for sure that's what that's what made me look at it i was like oh shit he's got this yeah yeah Oh, Peapod. So uh, he goes to Florida and um, he starts to take classes um, under uh, Bill, Alex- Bill Alexander. Is that right? Yeah, Bill Alexander, the German guy who's on PBS, and joins what they call the Alexander Magic Art Supplies Company. So part of the gig and the way that it, <clears throat> it would make you money <clears throat> is the model that Bill Alexander was doing, which was what other people on PBS were doing is you would get a show on PBS, which didn't mean it was on every PBS station. It might be on 20 stations or 10 stations or 40 stations around the nation, depending on what PBS station picked you up. And you would, a lot of Asians. You just said a lot of Asians. Yeah. So you would go to that city, like you're already painting and you teach art classes. So you would go like, Oh, we're on the, the PBS in Cincinnati. So you'd go to Cincinnati uh, you would advertise, you know, you would cut a commercial in Cincinnati that says we're going to be doing art seminars all weekend at the Cincinnati fucking airport. Cincinnati Native American. What a weird word. It is Cincinnati. Weird word. Yeah, it's got to be Native Cincinnati. American. Cincinnati. Um, weird word. But then they would go to the airport, Hilton or something, and they would do art seminars all weekend and they would sell brushes and canvases and and paints that were branded under them. So it was the Bill Alexander paint line and Bill Alexander brushes. And he ended up working for him and became a, a traveling salesman and art instructor um, following that model. Um, there was another, there was a couple named the Jenkins who had books out and had one. And you'd go to trade shows and they would travel constantly and just teach art around the nation. That was the model. Cincinnati um, is not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> 
fifth century Roman soldier Lucius Quincius Cincinnatus. Oh, nice. Damn. I would never would have guessed Lucius Lucius Cincinnatus. <laughs> yeah, that's dude, what I'm talking that's about. That's some fucking shit. Where are you at, patrons? Yeah, change exactly. your fucking name. There's still a pimp who lives there named yeah. Lucius Cincinnatus. That's yeah. fucking down right there. So um he ends up <clears throat> meeting the Kowalskis, who both made him what he was. And stole what he was. I was going to say, their name just sounds shady right yeah. away. The Kowalskis. Because like, he wasn't a businessman. He <laughs> wasn't going to get on television. He just wanted to teach art and paint <laughs> and whatever. But the Kowalskis met him and saw his potential and wanted to, to market it. They're like anthropomorphic Australians, the Kowalskis. They're just like big. <laughs> <laughs> they're human up top, but yeah. down bottom, they're, yeah, koala, yeah, they're yeah. all koala. They all got pouches. 100% yeah. koala. On skis. Yeah. They're like water skiing. So Annette Kowalski, apparently. So there's Net and Walt. Skiing koalas. I can't I've seen that. Annette and Walt Kowalski. And they got caught in and, a net. Um, that's how Annette you, get, was, how, that's how you catch a, a Kowalski. Student. No, yeah, yeah, and that was, was a, student. a student. So yeah. she she went to take a Bill a Bill Alexander class, and his classes were already booked and sold out. And he told her, if you want to learn landscaping anyway, you should probably go take one under uh, one of the guys who works for me, Bob Ross. So she drove to a different city to take a class with Bob Ross. I think he just wasn't even available. He quit doing classes right when she wanted to do oh, it. Oh, is that what I it, think was? it was? I yeah. assumed it was. And then I, she, I thought it was, it was like sold second out. like choice of like, oh, who's this Bob fucking yeah, Ross Yeah, I'll take guy. this Bob Ross yeah. guy. And it's she went to fucking Afro. She went to one session with him. Do you know and, why he has the Afro? Oh, yeah. Because to save money. To save money on haircuts. <laughs> yeah. That's because they were so broke <laughs> that he didn't want to keep having to pay for a haircut. Because when you look at the, the old photos of him. Five bucks back in the day for a haircut, I bet. He's got like fucking straight up like greaser pompadours and yeah, shit he had in the 50s hair. and 60s. And then all of a sudden it turns into this fucking. But yeah, yeah, he got a perm so it would poof out and he didn't have to cut it as often. Yeah. What a weird decision. Yeah. Like, what if I get make my hair really curly? You're fucking poor anymore. Yeah. When, you, when that's your fucking motivation. Because <laughs> um, maybe the perm cost, I don't know, 20 or 30 bucks instead of his $5 barber haircut. So he's got to depreciate that over the time. Is it really cheaper? I don't know. Well, you could have done the perm at home. Maybe. That's a tiny ass tight perm. I can't even picture how they do a perm like know, that. Dude. Yeah. Um, so he, she takes a classroom in Clearwater, Florida, and then both of the Kowalskis took him out to dinner that night and they said, Hey, we would, you know, we'd love to manage you and try to get your own classes booked and do all this kind of stuff. And, uh, he, and he agreed. He wasn't interested in the business side. He just wanted to teach and to paint. So she, they signed a contract and she became basically his, his business manager. And, um, they kept doing the same thing. So they were doing they were doing art classes, et cetera. But without that Bill Alexander name, the art classes weren't selling out. He wasn't getting very many students. They were in like malls. Yeah, they, they were, were doing all like, kinds of stuff. One of the things, did you see where you got the offer for a million dollars from the one businessman? Like they showed mm-hmm. up to like a, a class that they had scheduled and nobody turned out except for one guy. And Annette Kowalski was like, we're not going to stay here for one guy. And Bob's like, yeah, we are. Like we're here, he paid for the class and he sat there for an hour and taught that guy how to paint. And right. when he was done, the guy was like, I, I like, I admire the fact that you stayed here for one customer. You could have canceled class and that you did it for whatever the fuck it was, you know, $37. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he said, um, and he, <clears throat> he admired the whole thing. He, he offered them a million dollars in investment, but he would get 40% forever. 
and then they declined it though. Oh wow! But he got they got an offer. Yeah. yeah, they got an offer like right there just because of like his charisma yeah, and, and the fact sure. that he stayed yeah. and the decision he made. But the guy was like an undercover boss. Like he just happened to be a rich guy yeah, who wanted to learn how to paint. That yeah. wanted to learn how to paint, and he yeah. had, you know he had a fucking million dollars. He could just throw at some right. project. And he's probably also blown away because at the end of the hour, he looked at the painting he made and he was like, "God yeah. damn, what sorcery is this? <laughs> like, what did you do yeah. to my brain?" Um, but so at one point they end up, um, and by the way, the husband, Walt Kowalski is a, at the time, a recently retired CIA agent mm -hmm. who would record all of the phone calls coming in and out of his house. <laughs> just fucking, just a, a paranoid motherfucker. Yeah. He had one of those old school seats with like super it's like meet the fuckers with Bob yeah. Ross. Yeah. yeah. The suction cup. Remember like in the movies you see him put the suction cup on the back of the yeah. old phone. Yeah. That's what he used to record He's it. talking to Bob. He's looking at me. Yeah. Like, like Robert De Niro. <laughs> Cats have nipples. You can't, can you can you milk me, fucker? Yeah, Robert that's a, De Niro. That's no, that's no, that's scene. Al Pacino. It's a happy little. Oh yeah. yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah. So they're traveling around promoting their art classes, and again, PBS is like you know the place to go for art. So even if he didn't have a TV show, PBS would let artists come on and like record a little spot and say, "Hey, this weekend we're doing this just to promote the arts." So he was at. Um, uh, he was in Muncie, Indiana, and he was just trying to. Muncie sounds like an Indian name. It does. Yeah, it's, it's Indian. It's uh, Albertus Muncius. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Roman <laughs> Albertus Albotamus Al Al Muncius. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was actually from Sussex, where they uh, held the England. family seat of Lords of Manor oh. of Jesus Ooh. Christ. Say this word right here that starts with the H, like five sentences. Hacienda. Down. Jesus Christ. Haircut. Hurst Monco. Oh, wow. Hurst of Monaco. Hurst Monco. So they're doing this. They're just doing a brief uh, promo spot uh, for, you know, about their art class. And as they're doing the promo spot, Bob Ross is being Bob Ross. He's painting his painting. He's talking to the camera. Um, he's doing his thing. And a producer apparently was like walking by the hallway and heard his voice and backed up and looked in the studio like, what the fuck are they filming in the studio right now? And he looked in there and just sat there and watched Bob Ross and became transfixed. And who's that tall dude with the tight springs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and was like, and on the spot was like, you need, like, can we sign you? He just had a squirrel on his shoulder. Like, exactly. An aura radiating <laughs> he asked, from his afro. I don't know, Peapod. What do you think? What do you think, Peapod? <laughs> oh, he likes it. Peapod he likes says that's idea. a swell idea. Yeah. Um, rascal. So the uh, they sign him on the spot. And again, keep in mind, at the beginning, it's like this is a PBS station that records and broadcasts out of a house in Muncie, Indiana. And the producer is like, we'll sign you. But you're, I mean, you're going to do your show in Muncie. Right. It's not like it's a network, you know, a national. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. It's that's like we're it. moving to Muncie. Yeah. Yeah, we're, exactly. not, we're, not, we're not moving to New York to the studios. But yeah. apparently it like. Not like it was an overnight smash hit, but as soon as they had it, the other PBS stations would get to see it. And like pretty soon he was in 10 cities, then he was in 20 cities. Um, and it spread pretty quickly because why fucking wouldn't it? It's amazing. You know, so everybody's looking at it and realizing yeah, it they want to put this. It went to 300 stations and 80 plus million people every every show. Crazy, dude. 80 million viewers Crazy. every show. There yeah. is not a TV show on air right now. <clears throat> 
I don't even think you uh, could get twenty well, million right now. So not to take anything away from it, but there was way less competition though. Like the things to well, watch. For sure. It was like yeah. general sure. it was yeah, like yeah. general hospital. Yeah, you know, yeah. you had like a couple channels. Yeah, but with still these you could of obviously of not watch anything too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. to have it 80 was like million everyone viewers was watching something. Like the more that got on TV, the harder it was to find something to watch. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, there's fucking all this shit on. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch fucking uh murder she wrote. God damn it. Like, like House on the Prairie Little House on the Prairie. I watched the Little But he kinda he kind of became the reason to watch PBS. Yeah. Like not at this point, but eventually a couple of years later, it was like, he was the go-to show for PBS was fucking Bob Ross. Like that's why you watched, yeah. you know, and he would churn out. So, I mean, it took him literally, he would record an episode in 26 minutes. So he would fly from Florida to Muncie and they would just spend a week and record like an entire, what he called a series, but an entire fucking season. They would knock out three or four episodes a day because well, what, they a said that hours. he did he did three paintings too, one before, one in the middle, and one after. He did three versions of each painting that he did. Right, that's fucking insane. Eventually, he stopped doing that, but he yeah. would do he would paint it first before he got to the studio. So he knew what and he had yeah, it, off, it fast. off screen, yeah. so he had a reference to yeah. what he was doing. Then yeah, because in order to be able to do it twenty seven minutes, right. you know what I mean. That that's right. you have to have something. But I guess after a couple of seasons, he quit even doing that. He just straight up did yeah. whatever the he fuck did, was. Well, on after his you mind. did, well, they said he's done what thirty thousand paintings in his lifetime. I, I wouldn't be surprised. That, that's with that's yeah. with all the early shit yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. There was thousands also of paintings. some kind of weird like reference to possible like a lot of counterfeits on the market in that documentary. Yeah, I, I for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's not. The the Bob Ross market for paintings, uh, I was reading an article that uh, the company, the lady who owns it now, and its daughter, Joanne, mm. um, kind of laughed and said, oh, we didn't even think anybody would want those paintings. Right. Right. Like, they've just been there. Like, you're like, what the... It's fucking... You own Bob Ross Incorporated? Yeah. You didn't think anybody would want his paintings? Like, what but the fuck I guess are you doing? The, all- all the paint, all, virtually, I don't know if all of them literally, but the the vast majority of paintings done. The, there were two scenarios. A lot of the times, if uh, he would give the paintings away to other PBS stations to get, you know, um, and they would be part of like a pledge drive because PBS always is free, so they always try to get pledges to keep their, you know, your local PBS yeah. station needs your support. So he would send a lot of the paintings from the Joy of Painting they would to different markets, and they, yeah, they'd auction yeah. them off so so you could buy one, you know, as your support for your local PBS station. But other than those giveaways, all of them belong to the Kowalskis. So all the paintings that he did, the pre-painting, the on-air painting, the post-painting, um, they they're all hanging out in a big fucking warehouse. And there was a New York of New York Times, I think, sent a reporter like a video uh, snip and like a 10 minute little uh, thing. And they were like showing it's just like in a fucking warehouse and they're just in boxes. I mean, like they're not make, climate controlled. I'm trying to they're think not. If that's a realistic number. Like 30,000 paintings. Like think what that is. That's if you painted 365 a year, one a day. That's a fucking ton, man. I don't know if that could be right. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. What, 30,000 paintings? Yeah, because think about it. One a day is 365 a year if you painted one every fucking mm -hmm. day. Yeah, but he probably did multiples a day. They're talking about like those little fucking things he was making. In the, they're talking about his entire, his entire, for, life. His entire life and all the paintings he's ever fucking done. Math that's a lot. Talking. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a lot. lot but. Um, so, uh, yeah, the reason that the there's that distinct look of him in a black studio is is because they were in a fucking shitty house in Muncie 
and they had one to just, light. They hung a giant yeah. black curtain to cover up the fireplace, yeah, which is what was behind him. So, so and then, if he painted one painting every day, it would take eighty-two years to fucking paint. Like, he would one, one painting. He painted three for each episode for a long time. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, he painted three for each episode and would do three episodes a day. Yeah. So, on, three, so on he's that, yeah, he's done fucking a shit time. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's a fucking painting machine. Yeah. This motherfucker would paint your nipples so fast. Fuck yeah, he would. You don't even know what happened. <laughs> He'd be a happy little nipple. Yeah. Um, paint a so, target on your asshole. Uh, he starts doing it. Yeah, and then one of the things that he talked about on the sh- on the well, that'd be thirty two hundred uh, three thousand two hundred eighty five paintings a year. If yeah. seven days a week, you fifty two weeks a year, three hundred sixty five days, he painted nine paintings a day. That's nine paintings a day for a year, for ten years. Yeah. Which which he painted for longer than ten years. Right. Yeah. His whole life. I guess if, you know he, I mean? if he's really pumping on a couple paintings a day every, you know, yeah, it's possible. Day of the week. That's what he did. Yeah. That was his life. Yeah. This motherfucker um, lived true. and breathed oil paint. How dare I doubt he fucking the, Bob ma- Ross. the majesty yeah. of Bob Ross? Yeah. See, so yeah, the thing that he netted Rick, white oil painting. He did. Yeah. Titanium That's, white. Yeah. Titanium white. Um, the thing that uh, Brent referred to earlier was what he called the bravery test, and he would do it on the show. Yeah, it's awesome. And apparently, like, so the director would be sitting off stage, and then eventually the director would say, two, like, give the two-minute sign. You mean the house owner? Yeah, the house owner. And she would give the two-minute sign to him. And, like, one of the things that he would usually do in most of his paintings, and a lot of uh, landscape paintings will do this, is ultimately you'll paint something that's very close to the frame, right. you know, if you will, so that it gives yeah. you a sense of perspective. So when there was two minutes left, he would stop whatever he was currently doing, finish it, and then paint like a giant tree in the foreground yeah. with fucking two minutes to Which go. Which means he's basically drawing a big black and brown line straight through his fucking painting, like yeah. straight up the yeah. front of his painting. And then decorating it to look like a tree, and it looks <laughs> awesome at the end. Yeah. But, um, and he would even like, you'd, there were clips, there's clips of him on the show and he would be like, oh, I'm getting the signal. It means it's time for the bravery test. Uh, what we're going to do is put a big rascal right here. And then he would like do a big, huge fucking tree. And then he'd do that little Bob Rouse laugh and say, oh, I can see my director. She's not very happy about this at the moment because <laughs> <laughs> she was always, she, she was like every single time I thought he wasn't going to pull it off. And every single time he pulled it off. The three, <laughs> two, one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and he's still, because while he's doing Rushes he still down. has to wrap the show. Yeah. He still yeah, has yeah. to do so. It's like his mind is split between all. He's this just shit winding down just, while he's just fucking, fucking knocking out. He's high on paint fumes. Yeah, sure but think how fast was. Bob Ross could paint a tree. A single, you know tree? what I mean? Like yeah. a fucking single tree. Exactly. Like he just fucking knock it out. So again, like it, it also according to his son, like his his TV persona wasn't an accident. He said like. That gentleness and the charisma and the love that you get from Bob Ross, that wasn't fake. But he said he would practice. Like when he first got the show, he like watched, a, he was rewatching a bunch of other artists that had PBS shows, most notably Bill Alexander, because he was the most famous one. And he was like, Bill Alexander is this harsh, fast, loud German person. And he was like, I need to be the exact opposite, opposite of that. Yeah. I need to be the most calm, most yeah. mellow. He said he pretended that he was, kitchen. He was Heaven's talking. Heaven's Kitchen, not Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was talking to a woman in bed. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that was yeah. the whole exactly. time. Oh, and he said that, and yeah. he said that, and his son said, no, mm. he would like, like, when, especially for the first couple of years, like, he would be in the bathroom, like, looking in the mirror, and he would be practicing yeah. his voice. No. And I'm going to put it in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dick. My erection selection. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> My erection selection. I like. 
So the whispering <laughs> thing uh, was intentional and it was sort of a character that that you know took on yeah um, but everybody said no trust me he was really mellow whatever he was just exaggerating those aspects yeah. of his personality yeah, yeah. they come but out no, with he, the bob ross movie who plays bob ross oh 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 uh oh, what's his name uh, i don't know why craig, craig ferguson <laughs> I would support that. Yeah, Craig but Ferguson. For some reason, the well, it's got to be a black actor. It can't be a white person now. <clears throat> the guy that uh, plays, uh, I don't Craig know why Ferguson. it popped into my head, the guy that, who plays uh, yeah, fucking Craig Rocket Ferguson. Raccoon. Huh? Oh. Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper. I don't know why, but I immediately no, saw Bradley no. Cooper with the afro. I just see Craig Ferguson. Like, it would be fu- that would be Ferguson? fucking funny. That would be pretty huh? fucking funny. Craig Ferguson? That yeah. guy? Hot Tub Time Machine? No. That's Craig That's Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. No, not Craig. No, not that one. Oh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. What is it then? Hot Tub Time Machine. Fucking the Black Fool. Oh, the, the guy Afro? from The Office? No. Yeah. Is it him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love Craig. that guy, and I can't remember his name. Craig. It's Craig something. What the fuck is Craig, his name? Uh, Craig Robinson? No. It's Craig Robinson. Yes, Craig Robinson. Yeah. That's that him. That, his name. Yeah, fuck it. This is fucking Black Bob Ross. <laughs> He does have the fun. Yeah. He does have the fun. He does. He could yeah. kill that. He oh, I know. Be, oh, that'd yeah, be fucking would. hilarious. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He seen it. He so seen it. Yeah, he seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, and then seen like, him rip a man's job. In the in the video, like in that documentary, they even like they start. Someone to, said Polly Shore on the live. Dice. They start <laughs> I don't know. Cut to some of the things that he says in the show, and there's a whole lot of fucking sexual innuendo oh, yeah. in what he's saying. And even like, you know, like his technique, which has always been bizarre to me, is he would he had a huge open vat of paint thinner right in fucking front of him. He would dip his brush in it and get it good and wet. And then he would fucking thwack the shit out of it on like the leg of his easel or or a garbage can. And he would always stop and say, we're just going to whack this devil. We're just going (laughs) to whack it. Give it a good whack. You know, and <laughs> after and shit, working boring. And once you start to look at it from like him trying to be sexy, him fucking thwacking that little devil mm-hmm. was suddenly taking on a, a new meaning. But even like one, and I forget the guy's name, I don't have it in the notes, but his closest friend, who was another artist, not the guy that taught him in Alaska, but uh, worked with him a lot, uh, taught classes with him. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he um, said, and so did his son that they were both in an airport with him after a weekend of seminars and they were having to like shield him because a horde of women descended on him at the airport and were tearing, (laughs) they tore his shirt open and were trying to tear it off and they were trying to tear off his chest hair. He was talking sexual. To take it with him. And you start to like at the beginning, you see all these foot and I didn't notice it until after that scene, but at the beginning, every single shot of his, uh, classrooms it's like an even mix of men and women and then once he becomes really popular on pbs every time they show a photo of one of his classrooms it's like two dudes and 50 women do you think he was silently slaying that pussy like yeah. he just wasn't saying shit. i think he was man. he might have been man i, I mean because uh, supposedly he had an affair with with annette kowalski which is so which weird is so weird that doesn't seem right. no it doesn't at all i feel like he could get anyone yeah. he, he did some farrah fawcett shit back in the yeah. day and he's yeah. getting a fucking koala it's just so anybody weird, jet ski koala Any, maybe she had yeah. a pussy is that Benjamin so, Franklin? All cats are in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Is that Benjamin Franklin pussy? Put a, he put a basket on our head. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's definitely media savvy. He like he focuses on his persona. 
He starts to, to you know, and again, this is also Kowalski, though, because the Kowalskis are probably telling him to, you know, emphasize name. this and that. But yeah, he gets on Donahue. He's a regular on the Donahue show, which was like the Oprah of the time. He would do Regis and Kathy Lee in the early 90s. Kathy Lee. He Gifford. would sort of spoof himself on a series of like just before MTV News, 10 minutes to the hour, every hour. They would always show like a little MTV spot and there were usually like artists and musicians and and whatever who would say something about MTV real quick and there'd be like a graphic. And there was a series of them that Bob Ross did and, you know, he would, you know, they'd show him and he would be like, you know, at one of them he said, MTV, it's all just fluffy white clouds. And then on another one he said, uh, MTV, the land of happy little trees. Yeah, that was and it was just like, and it was, it was really him yeah. and it was on MTV because that was, again, the, the Gen, Gen X latchkey kids, you know, stay at home. Your parents are at work. Everybody watched fucking Bob Ross, even if they wouldn't admit it, you know, and then they would turn around and watch fucking, you know, Metallica two hours later on MTV, but they would still watch uh, Bob Ross. But so he was very media savvy. Uh, the hair was intentional. Um, apparently he came to hate it, but by that point they had their line of paints and brushes and all this shit and the Bob Ross the logo. logo. Yeah. It's the, he couldn't, he can't be divorced from it. So even though he hated the haircut, he had to keep it, uh, uh, which would suck. I wonder if he tamed it down. I wonder if when he woke up, there was just a flat spot on the side. Oh, I'm sure he had a big old pick and like picked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I think I have magnificent. He's like, I have money to get my hair cut now. Yeah, exactly. They're like, nope. Someone should like deep fake like CGI pick in his hair, like on a bunch of those, just where he just walks around with a pick in there. Yeah. Like the Afro pick, like with the big full Afro hand, you know, the the black power fist on it. Um so um as they keep going, the Kowalskis figure out more and more ways to make money. So they come up with with and again, you know, all in all indications are that Bob Ross didn't really have much to do with any of the business side of this, but they started to basically, you couldn't get to Bob no, Ross. They, they copyrighted his likeness, his yeah, name, everything. his fuck. I mean, they but owned, they, they basically they came owned up, Bob Ross. And they came up with a pyramid scheme. Yeah. So it was like Bob Ross, you really couldn't get a class with because he's super famous. So whatever. So his classes were really expensive. But once you took X number of his classes, you could get certified as an official Bob Ross instructor. And then you could travel around the country and teach the art seminars using the Bob Ross name. You know, and then you could teach someone the Bob Ross style until they got certified. I have a feeling, and then they could do yeah, class. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so a I, feeling that everything was cool and mutual, and and everyone had for their, a little while. Their assignment while he was alive, but during his as he started to pass yeah. after his wife passed, shit was start. They saw the fucking well, house as soon of cards start yeah. to crumble, well, and they panic because they're used to that fucking money. Right, the Kowalskis freaked the fuck out. Yeah. And they're like, "What can we do?" And money will make you. do Well, they shit. own. Right. They made as Brad, soon as he Brad died, wanted a racehorse to fuck me. Like you know what I mean? Because he had what? thirty million dollars. I was so, just saying that'd be exciting. Yeah. So it no, fucks And Bob really, wanted yeah. to, or, or Bob, Bob Ross. <laughs> Dave. Bob. He's got the voice. Dave, has Dave, the voice. Dave wanted to cook the horse yeah. after. He's vegan. Like, yeah. That's what money that's does. That's what I'm saying. It makes you, know you know I mean? crazy. It makes you crazy. But no, I didn't, no, I didn't want to, I didn't want to cook the horse. I was just trying to tell Brent how he could spend his $30 million. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's because if you just, bought, these are just you, thoughts. If you bought a racehorse, it's an yes, investment. You really don't want. So the best way to get rid it. of it would be yeah, to kill it. And you if you're going to kill it. it, you might as well eat it. Yeah. I mean, that's and, the natural progression. Yeah. You guys don't want to know what's in my mind. No, I don't. And no, the, the corporation after he died, they own. They pretty much got everything. Like oh, they yeah. just they yep. they soaked up, scooped it up, and and everything that everything that he painted was painted basically at work, 
and they owned all that shit. Like yeah. he he would paint a painting and he didn't even own it. You and apparently, I mean? so, like, while so he was alive, the other thing that led to that wasn't just him getting. Although it was all to say that didn't really happen until after he died. His right. brother had 50, so, 51% control of the company and sneakily sold it off to the Kowalskis. Right. After yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is though that Bob Ross himself painted a painting on the show. Right. That show that painting was immediately Bob Ross Incorporated. Exactly. Whoever owned it. That it was right. under it was that Bob umbrella. Ross Incorporated. So after all the after all the mm-hmm. fucking shenanigans happened, and yeah. you know what I mean. The so at that first point, out. he still owned it. At that point, though, he was still well. He was, he was still business. he was part he of it. He yeah. owned a quarter of it. Yeah, you know, he was part of so it. So Bob yeah. Ross Incorporated was him. It. it was his wife Jane, his second wife, mm. and then it was uh, Annette and Walt. So Jane died of a very rapid cancer, and apparently, like the four of them were like the voting members. And so the way they made it sound was in case of a tie, the decision went to Bob Ross because this was the Bob Ross fucking scenario. Right. But then as soon as his wife dies, it's a vote of three with him versus the Kowalskis and he's never going to win the vote. So everything maybe, starts going in their favor. Maybe that's what happened with Annette. She was just like, you want to fucking catch this Kowalski? You need a net. She exactly, has to pound that shit yeah, out. Yeah. That's what he had to do. Yep. Tip the tables. So shortly after his wife dies, he gets diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, which uh, he basically, it's about a year between his diagnosis. My, my mom had Hodgkin's lymphoma. I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. But that's, my no mom idea. had Hodgkin's lymphoma. So he's got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And um, one of his friends, the art teacher, his first art teacher, uh, theorized and at first I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. He was like, I think it was his painting technique. Like he sat all day long with a vat of paint thinner two feet from his face. And then he thwacked that little devil every single time he used a new mm, color, yeah. just spraying paint thinner into the air. He said, you would like, I would greet him, you know, off the plane and give him a hug and you just smelled paint thinner, mm. you know, yeah, <clears throat> um, which is possible. But he was also a lifelong smoker, which is also possible, you know. So one thing or another, he gets lymphoma. Um, and at that point, he goes fucking straight up Tupac style. And once he knows he's sick and he knows he's got cancer and he knows he's dying, he starts to record twice as many episodes. And I guess he stacked like several seasons worth of Bob Ross, uh, the, the Joy of Painting. Yeah, so after he crazy. died, there were multiple fresh yeah, they, they seasons. They didn't even publicize even it. And then no. like it just seemed Nobody like everything knew he was died. Cool. Yeah. They didn't invite anybody to the funeral. His, like, his closest friends didn't even know he died. They had to read it in Newsweek and weren't invited to the funeral. And so they kept it hush hush because they want they didn't even want him to to like they they were afraid that he was starting to look too unhealthy on the show and that it was going to tarnish the Bob Ross image and and all this shit. And eventually he was his last year of life. He was like, fuck the Kowalskis. And uh, he started a show called uh, I'm going to make sure to just say El- fuck the Kowalskis. Elmer and yeah, be fucking dead. Yeah. He started a show called Elmer and Friends. Which was, uh, he was, it was like a, there were like four kids, multiracial uh, kids in a, like a, and it was a kid's show and there would be like an art, like a, a nature painting hanging on the wall and he would like pop into the nature painting, like, you know, uh, uh, green screen status and like teach the kids how to paint and teach them lessons. And he wanted to launch this show to do something that had nothing to do with the Kowalskis. So they had nothing to do with it. It was on PBS everywhere, but apparently he got so sick so fast. He wasn't able to continue doing the show. Um, but that's, 
I don't even know if they went beyond the pilot. I know the pilot like, is out there. Fuckthekowalskis.com is available. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. Getting it. Another $12 a year. <laughs> throw it on my pile. <laughs> See, you could stack that up to $30 million. That's a waste of money. Exactly, dude. Um, so, yeah, while he's dying, they try, they're they doing everything they can to fully steal his entire likeness, the Bob Ross name. They talk to his son. At this point, his son's an adult. He's already been on the show several times, and he paints on the show. Um, That's Steve Ross. But yeah, Steve Ross. And they give him a contract because they they, they know Isn't he's dying. Crikey. Yeah. This one's going to be a oh, sneaky oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sneaky little tree. A sneaky tree. Um, We're going to paint him right here next to the crocodile. But they... So um, they uh, they try to get his son to be like, yeah, we're, we want to we want to build like a memorial for Bob Ross after he dies, um, but we just need his signature to make sure that's okay. And then his son mm. looks at the paperwork and the, it's like basically signing away everything that has to do with Bob Ross um, if he signs it away. And his son was like, no. And he said it was like several weeks when he was on his deathbed where every single day. He was on the phone in a screaming match with the Kowalskis and they were doing and it got so bad that he married his nurse who he'd known for two years just so that someone could take the Bob Ross name Jesus Christ. so that because the Kowalskis, the Kowalskis planted the nurse, right? Well, well, no, but the Kowalskis bought the rights from the nurse. The Kowalskis bought the right from his, his, uh, half brother. Um, <laughs> and at one point, his his best friend, whose name I can't fucking remember. Um, I wish I had it in here. Um, it wasn't a very good friend anyway. But uh, his best friend and his son Steve wanted, uh, and they met with. So the whole art company that that was supporting the Kowalskis and helping to fuck Bob Ross, um, the son of the owner was even like, "That's kind of fucked up what they're doing." And the son of the art company met with Steve Ross. Dana Jester? Uh, that might have been it. It says it was Bob Ross's closest friend. Was it a dude? Mm, I think so. Might, is there a picture of him? Mm, yeah, it's a dude. Okay. Let me see the picture. Does it, or does it show him? I don't know if that's it. That's, that's Bill. Let me see a picture, Brent. I was like, I clicked on the first one. I was like, I don't see who the fuck that, is that's that. the that's Bill Alexander. That, that's the German and, yeah. and Bob. Uh, okay. Uh, but anyway, so his best friend, his son, and the son of the uh, art guy who helped fuck him over basically decide we're going to make Steve Ross paintings and try to get a Steve Ross TV show on PBS and do do the so fuck the Bob Ross market. We're doing the Steve Ross market. And the Kowalskis just fucking shut him down hard. Um, their lawyers even said, what you need to do is sue the Kowalskis before they sue you so that you have the rights to the to the Steve Ross name. And it didn't work. It basically came down to the fact that the lawyers were like, it's going to take X amount of dollars for us to beat the Kowalskis and no one had it. So they lost the case and the Kowalskis at the end of the day own the entire Bob Ross name. So if you love Bob Ross and you think everything that he did was awesome, if that documentary is correct, don't buy Bob Ross paintbrushes or paint because mm, yeah. you're just supporting the Kowalskis who fucked him over mm -hmm. when he was dying and stole his name. So yeah, that's um, kind of fucked up. That's it's really fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. I wonder if the standee we're going to buy is made by them or if somebody else made it. I oh, no, so. they're getting money if you buy that. Well, if we're buying it from eBay, technically it's already been bought. That's true. True. So the Kowalski's already got their pound of flesh yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the that's the story. Um, the 
the articles, everything that's written, all the other stuff pre that documentary, they don't talk anything about that Kowalski stuff. Like none of that stuff is on, is in his articles. None of that stuff, like a, a very small amount is on the Wikipedia. I don't think it's been up updated since that documentary came out in a significant way. So, and again, you know, half of that shit might've been made up by his son, but no, it's like I, all I was of his best. The, the article I was reading was on the hustle and it, it had a lot of that stuff was corroborated. Stuff. Yeah. But I mean, his closest friends were on, on the documentary saying all this stuff, even to the point where like his closest friend, the guy's name, I can't remember Dana when, when they were like, it, did he have an affair with Annette Kowalski? And he's like on air and you see him like the look on his yeah, face is I like mean, fuck and he's like you can see like what do i fucking say yeah because like, if he I'm says gonna yes sued by yeah, they're gonna i'm gonna get sued yeah. by these motherfuckers yeah. i gotta tell the truth bob would you could just see it the anguish yeah. on his face and he's finding like yeah yeah they did and it even says you know the documentary says like most of his friends refused to be part of the documentary because they were afraid the kowalskis were gonna sue yeah. him the other the yeah because it kind of makes them look like exactly. the bad guys yeah. and that's not what they want the yeah. other painters that painted flowers the Jenkins. It was a couple. They had another PBS show that Bob Ross eclipsed and did better than. Um, they even like the Weber, that paint company, discontinued their line of brushes and told the Jenkins that uh, it's because it was badger hair brushes and badges were on the endangered species list. So we're discontinuing your badger hair brushes. But they still and then them. immediately turned around and released the Annette Kowalski badger hair brushes. Um, hmm. she totally stole their book, like page by page. Her book was exactly what their book was. It I was guess. her badger. She's hair, just though. a, she's yeah. just yeah, a yeah, thief. Yeah. yeah a thief. In the yeah. Night. So yeah. she, and, and she didn't want, but basically like the, the assertion was they were number two. So Bob Ross is number one. He just died. They're the number two artists on PBS. So she got PBS stations to say, you're either going to pick uh, them or Bob Ross. You can't do both. So they got fucking canceled from PBS station after PBS station. She got their paint canceled from Weber. She got their brushes canceled from Weber um, because she didn't want them to become number one. You know, after Bob Ross died. So she started doing a show that was exactly like their show, published a book that was exactly like their book. And then to um, try and just kind of shadow be, them to out to take yeah. their spot, you know, so you, you think just there's some, some chicks with like badger hair pubes. Like it just looks like Nat King Cole in a scissor hold down there. Maybe it's all fucking slick down. What's Maybe. badger hair look like, though? It's kind of straight. It's straight. It's That's straight, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's straight. It's not yeah. curly. Yeah. Nat King Cole. Otherwise, they wouldn't make a- <laughs> Nat King Cole. You Google Nat King Cole. And I, am, I am. I'm trying to picture For the this, record, so. I own fuckthekowalskis.com. <laughs> I'm just going to make like a- I'm going to get like Hilgenfeld to make me like a koala bear on skis, and then I'll sell it at fuckthekowalskis.com. It'll have nothing to do with Bob Ross. Right. And I can do whatever I want with that money, and I could donate it to Steve Ross. There you go. That'd be kind of cool. That would be really Steve cool. Ross. That motherfucker got wrecked. He got fucking he? wrecked by, yeah. by the Kowalskis. Yeah. He did put up a fight. He went to trial and lost in 2019. Three, three years Cause his, fucking Because his uncle fucked him and owned 51% because he was a little kid when Bob Ross wrote his will. Yeah. Only gave his son 49%. And then he got yeah. fucking. You know what? Him and the ex-wife <laughs> got all the fucking money Life and declined to be interviewed. Yeah. Life ain't perfect. You gotta have bad times. Yeah. That way you know when the good times come. That's true. Bob Ross quote. That's a Bob Ross quote. (laughs) It actually is. (laughs) (laughs) Brad learned something from this. He did. Yeah. That's a Bob Ross quote. So that's, that's Bob Ross. A great guy. If you haven't watched him, or even if you haven't watched him in a while. Even if it's just oh I haven't watched Bob Ross in ten years, yeah. go put that shit on YouTube. I, I and legit watch put it. it on for my it's son. Fucking like, fantastic, fucking, yeah. dude. Yeah, no. If you're having a panic attack, 
watch an episode of The Joy of Painting, oh, and it's no. going to fucking tamp now, shit Now down, with the dude. sexual innuendo thing, man, I, it's I just going to get you even more revved up. Yeah. Oh, I, rock yeah. hard, bro. I might be able to masturbate yeah. to it now. Really, you might be able yeah. to. Now, you know, mini blinds. In four, some astroturf. 4.6 million realities as a serial killer mm, that might turn you mm, on more. Mm, mm. Yeah. I was going to imagine what's in the bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right behind the happy Brad just needs a bouquet of black dahlias and some astroturf, some mini blinds, and a Bob Ross episode. Good to go. You shut your mouth. I'm rock hard, Brent. Rock hard. You really know how to turn me on. Yeah. Brad's all, I'm 40. I'm yeah. I'm half hard. Yeah. I'm half hard. Amber right now. Sumner just followed me on Instagram too. She's in for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's that mean? Who's that? Huh? Who followed you? Amber what? Sumner on Instagram. She just What's that got to do with you being rock hard with mini blinds? I didn't say anything about it. I just said that was she a quick follow up. Yeah. On Instagram. Hmm. That was a weird follow That's up. That's all I said. Yeah. All right. Was so, it weird? I don't know. Weird? Social media winners. Gonna be <laughs> social media winner is gonna be uh, Isaac Spore. He's gonna win a T-shirt uh, for Instagram Teco post. This motherfucker has has shared Insta or El Teco. I de- I deliberated like if he should be a Teco winner Who? because of this Who? Isaac Spore on Instagram. I don't support this. You don't support this? No. <laughs> what did he post? I don't support this message. Several Teco posts, just food in general hmm. on his Instagram. But it's like subtle little things like that. Like what else if, was it going to be? If you guys haven't gone and just like looked at like hashtag Sophie King podcast on Instagram, you should because it's fucking pretty crazy. Mm. There's a bunch of shit that we don't see. Yeah, there is. Like if you don't go looking for it, like it doesn't roll across your feed and you don't get to appreciate it. But just go look up hashtag Sophie King podcast on Instagram and everybody mm. out there, go give everybody love for doing it because not everybody wins a sticker yeah. pack. It's only the ones we see. I keep seeing yeah, yeah, like yeah. every time I log on, Matthew D. Adams has fucking got something on there fucking videoing himself with bottles up his ass and I yeah, you made him self-conscious he like had to buy us another bottle because you said he fell off the radar been trying really? to come, he's been trying to come by for like two weeks but we were all dying over here so right, right. Uh, who's our skull member of the month shit i know you better i'll keep talking Damn you better it. start thinking bro oh. yeah that that covid fucked us up that covid did <laughs> fuck us up dude <laughs> this we like could skip one episode or something we'll figure it out shit. we'll figure it on out. the break We'll figure um, it out and make it right. Scott so Isaac Spore, you're going to get a t-shirt. Uh, Frankie Pitcher is going to reach out to right? you. And uh, right? we'll get that out to you. I'm just talking through Brad. That's right. Um, <laughs> we are also part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out cool podcasts like Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for Eyes. Yep. Um, also, Jill Campton. Is we are the... brought to you by uh-huh. El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. It's delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. Um, if you see it in the wild, take a picture, post it. Tag them, tag us. Um, if you don't know the difference between a hashtag and a tag, um, like adding someone, like you should at them, like at them and hashtag them. Hashtagging just indexes it in the world of, of social media. So if people look for it, it is found and or associated with that, that name. If you at them, um, they actually get a message that someone mentioned them. So I don't know. A lot of people just hashtag it. If you at them, it kind of throws it up there where they, they have to see that you did it. Um, they get a notification. So make sure you're adding El Yucateco if you're posting it um, and it has anything to do with us. So add us both at Sophie King Podcast and at El Yucateco. Um, and if you haven't had it, go buy some. It's delicious. Pretty soon there's going to be an exclusive sticker that if you buy it from the website, um, they're going to throw that in. We don't even have the stickers. Um, they have complete power and control over that. Um, so look out for those. We'll post them when we have the final design out. Um, also, thank you to print dirt cheap you go to printdirtcheap.com and use code sofa king podcast to save some money um it was brought to my attention that code didn't work for someone um the codes cycle um currently it is code sofa king podcast but apparently like those codes get on a list 
And then it's like, check out discounts. You can save oh, 10% right. or 15% <clears throat> at this place with using code Sofakeen. So the code will be different at some point in time in the near future, and we'll update that. Yeah. Um, so we'll let you know. Um, you can also go to uh, twodaybanners.com and use the same code Sofakeen Podcast if you need a banner, if you want to make a, a six-foot cock on the wall and have it in your buddy's garage when he shows up and opens the garage door to pull his truck in. It'll be a nice big cock across the wall, and you can do that at twodaybanners.com and save some money by using code SOFAKINGPODCAST. You're writing on there, bro. Hmm? You're editing. You gave someone a mustache on the box? Did you defile that box? You son of a bitch. I don't know what you did or where you did it. A little dude up in the corner. I don't see it. Where are you playing? Oh, Hitler. (laughs) <laughs> look at him. <laughs> Tell me he didn't look like Hitler. I can see it from place. over here. It's exactly. fucking way over here. If I can look He's like Hitler. He's got a Hitler, Hitler haircut. Yeah. I had to give him the mustache. Yeah. Oh, it looks like that. fucking Hitler from my hair. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't that. even see the mustache. And I was like, box. it's Hitler. <laughs> it does look like Hitler. <laughs> Pretty far. I'm six feet away from that box. That's um, funny. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Go to JimmyD'sTees.com. If you need t shirts made um, or koozies or fucking trucker hats, he makes all kinds of cool shit and he makes it for us. Um, you can get it at our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Uh, so go check that out if you want to support us and go check out Jimmy D uh, Tees across all social media. Go like, comment, and buy some shit from him. He's a cool <coughs> guy. Um, check out SKR Apparel at S U I K E R Apparel.com. You can use code SofaKing to save some money over there. Check out RetroVague at RetroVague.com. You can use code 80skid to save some money over there. And I think I might have said all the things I'm supposed to say. I think I did. The other big thing is if you're a, if you're a mind framer, mm-hmm. um, we are back as well. Uh, we had a brief hiatus before the COVID hit. So we were down for uh, – there was a week where CJ went out of town, so we couldn't get down here to record. And then there was a week where Brent had the cold – and then there was a week where I was uh, swamped getting ready for the semester to start. I don't think the cold and then didn't got... stop us. I don't remember what it was. My mm. cold didn't stop us, though. Uh, there was mm. something because it yeah. was the week for CJ. Maybe it was just the semester was starting and I didn't have yeah. time. Then it was COVID. Then it was COVID. Yeah. So after a four-week uh, hiatus in mind frame, we're back with the new episode and they will be forthcoming. So if you've been listening and you didn't know, uh, the new episode is up. And if you haven't been listening, now is the time to binge. There's probably, I don't know, it's 40 so good. episodes. Axel keeps messaging now. me like, I think he thinks I'm going to reveal something. I'm like, bro, I only, know, <laughs> I only know what you know. Like, I don't know any more than yeah. you know. You normally know a week He was all impressed more, because you know? uh, me and Zach, he's like, you guys are so good on the sit downs. Like, you guys predict that shit. Like, you know, I was like, I promise we don't know anything. He's, no, just trying to he's like, you guys call that shit. And then, and then it happens. And like, you're right about so much stuff. I was like, yeah. I swear to God, we don't know anything that you don't know. Right. I was like, maybe the only difference is like, I go back and listen to the episode again with a fucking notepad and a pen, you know, in like super deliberately. I'm not just doing it for enjoyment. I'm going back with a purpose and listening right, to the episode right. and yeah, trying yeah. to like deduce what might be happening yeah. critically. Um, so that's the only difference. But man, I, I know that a lot of people out there haven't given Mindframe a chance because honestly, like it's not something that's just background noise. It is not something that you just put on and laugh and we throw dick jokes at you. It's like an involved story. It's like some shit you got to watch. There's some Black Mirror shit going on where you got to pay attention to know what's going on. But it is so fucking worth it. And it is so good. Thank you. Sir. Like, yeah, it's the storyline is just, oh, man. And fucking Dave, he'll leave you with more questions and answers, as Axel said. <laughs> um, it's just, it's so good. Like, I'm almost mad, but excited to find out what the fuck is going to happen. But like mad because you left me on a cliffhanger at the same time. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. Oh man, it's going to be good. Like, yeah, I'm just excited right. about what's going to happen. Yep. So, check so it it's out. there. You can check it out. 
Was the Skull Member of the Month Matthew D. Adams? Yeah. I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was. So we're just going to continue? I don't know what, I don't know what the date is. To be no, we'll just I have no idea what the date I don't is know right either. now. Well, it's, <laughs> it's the 13th of September. Is it? Oh, man. I've got to pay my mortgage. We were probably. COVID I want to say we were. Like, I, I want to say we only had like maybe one more that was that was his. You think so? Because it would have been the end of August Jeez, when we got sick. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we'll, we'll we'll give him we'll give him his due this Last, week. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Adams. What did you sing to remember your name or whatever the fuck happened? Like you. You had to sing a song to remember something a couple of times. I remember that vaguely. You texted me and asked me, and I couldn't remember. Yeah, someone someone found the timestamp. It was fucking hilarious, though. That was good. I don't remember. That's a clip just to be a clip. It doesn't even have to be for the episode. It was just funny. I don't remember a lot. I don't either. Do you remember anything about Matthew D. Adams? Not really. No? Um, No. He's like a ghost? Yeah. He's like a brain ghost? Yeah. I remember his mom. Do you? Yeah. She's a nice lady. She made apple pies. Hmm. Mm Hmm. Pumpkin pie. And then mm-hmm. she sucked Blueberry that dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't uh, say it. I didn't say it. I got to uh, admit, I was waiting for something slightly more <laughs> subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I was working towards it, but yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I can't was, fight I was the waiting grain. For something more subtle. Yeah, so. that was, you know. Yeah. Brent stepped in with a big Shaquille O'Neal shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right there. I remember when I she used could to be fit funny. that in her pussy. Yeah. Yeah, amazingly, a I think a size twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the way in there. Is that yeah. what she calls it? The old shack shoe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she actually shack, had. Actually, she, she the, gave birth to Matt the Adams yeah. in, in a bank in the leg of her business suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> she slid down yeah. like yeah. when you get to work and you realize this, your old socks still in your pants. Well, I was talking yesterday. about. I was talking about her making pies. She calls it the cobbler. Yeah, when it goes mm-hmm. out, when she sticks the shoe in. Yeah, you know, looks like I made a withdrawal. 98.6 degrees, yeah. slow cooking those pies. Yeah. His name was almost Cha-Ching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the D stands for. Yeah. yeah, that's what the D stands for. Yeah. That's right. It was him, huh? Okay. Yeah. I just yeah, wasn't we, sure. I wasn't sure. I forget. Yeah, ATM forget. means something completely different to her. Yeah, definitely. Dave doesn't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm, proud of, I'm proud of Dave for not knowing. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Dave. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Matthew. It's I, know, I know what it yeah. means. I saw a whole show about it on the BBC. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Dave throwing out more acronyms. Uh, the big black cocks. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you, Matthew. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for the whiskey. Thank you for uh, sharing El Yuteco. Like I said, all I see is you posting El Yuteco posts and tagging us in them. It's, uh, you know, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Refreshing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You're good. You're a good guy. This is some nice. Deplorable. This is some nice. Or good. You're a good guy. That is nice. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Anyway, is that it? That's it. That's right. it. Uh, check out Reddit. Sofaking podcast on there. R R forward slash so R forward slash Sofaking podcast. Um. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I am at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Elikiteko <clears throat> underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Podbelly. Go follow there. Frankie Pigeons on Frankie, Instagram, Frankie too. Pigeons. Yeah, Frankie you know, Pigeons on Instagram. Our mailbird, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and 
Is there a Twitter? Frankie Pitches has a Twitter too. Yeah, if you if you follow Frankie, I told um, you to look for hashtags, but honestly, it's like it's condensed on Frankie Pigeons. Yeah, and, and Frankie Pigeons too. If you follow Frankie Pigeons, if you're wanting to win something from the show, um, if you're if you're trying, if you're posting stuff, it actually makes it easier for Frankie to find you. Yeah. So um, you can do that, and that's pretty much it. Yep. Patreon.com/slash Podcast. Don't be retarded. Mm-hmm.